This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Debate day down in the United States. This is going to be an absolute gong show, Jim. Yes. I, I, I think it's going to be entertaining, but also scary. Yeah. It gives me anxiety just to think about it, mm-hmm. to be honest. Because no matter what side you're on, you're going to get angry watching this thing. Mm-hmm. Right? People are just so on edge. Everybody's so passionate down there. It's, I'm going to avoid social media tonight because <laughs> it's just going to be a cesspool of negativity. But everybody's right. Nobody's wrong. Nobody's ever been no, wrong. No, no. <laughs> so annoying. Oh, Trump and his taxes, huh? Paid $750 in taxes <laughs> the first year of, uh, of federal income tax. The first year um, he was in office. And yeah. what, $0 for the bunch of years before that? I, I think, I don't know, it was 10 out of 15 years he paid no t- income taxes or something. <laughs> I don't even know how the law works or if you can skirt around that somehow. If you lose enough money... You do, you I don't know how that works, but it sounds sketchy AF. You think so? Think about the the lifestyle that people who are paying thousands of dollars in taxes are living in are living in in some situations, right? Like people with not a lot of money are paying way more than seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes, and they're not oh, yeah. they're not taking dumps on golden toilets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like how can you live that lifestyle and not pay income tax? I- be in debt over your head and eventually wait for the bubble to burst? Maybe? I don't know. To me, like, it doesn't matter who the candidate is. If I, if there was two people running for prime minister of this country and I found out that one of them paid zero income tax mm-hmm. and the other one paid the same percentage that I'm paying or whatever tax bracket they're in, they paid their, their taxes... I think I'd have to automatically vote for the person who pays their taxes. Yeah, the one who's not contributing yeah. to society. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like they say: if you don't vote, you can't complain about the decisions that are being made in the government, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't pay your taxes, you definitely shouldn't be allowed to uh, to complain or make decisions on how tax dollars are spent. Oh yeah, you're yeah. N- you're not ponying up. You're not putting your share in. Or, I don't know, there's tweets from Trump to uh, criticizing how little, I think. I think, you know, since since a lot of the president's tax records have been public, complaining that Obama only paid 15% or something like that. It's like, do you not it realize? 20, it was over 20% oh, okay. Obama paid. It's like, do you not realize that you are going to be under the same microscope, too? I know. Ugh. Well, he just yesterday was, was tweeting out that Joe Biden, he wants Joe Biden to take a pee test because he... <laughs> He thinks he's on performance-enhancing drugs. If this is Biden on performance-enhancing drugs, what's he like sober? Yeah. Biden's on performance. What kind of drugs, (laughs) performance-enhancing drugs are you taking for a political debate? When you're an 80-year-old man. Ginger ale? Is that the performance enhancer? Yeah, Verner's. (laughs) Man, uh, we've tested Joe Biden's urine. It's just chock full of Werther's Original and Verner's. We knew it. No wonder he's so spry. It is, you know, if it wasn't, if it wasn't to decide the leader of the free world, it would be so entertaining to watch this stuff. I think it's still going to be hilarious. Like it's going to be a train wreck. uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the highlight reel, but I could never sit through the whole thing. 
Well, yeah, it doesn't start until 6 Pacific time tonight, so it's a bit of a late start, but you know that the ratings are going to be huge. And I say I don't want to watch, but, you know, you don't want to... You don't want to look when you drive past an accident, but for some reason you do. Yeah, curiosity. <laughs> Can't help. Big debate down in the United States tonight. Taken along by Radulov. Got it on back to the point, and another shot is blocked back down. They hustle back for it, and they're trying to get there, and they get a trigger pull of a shot that went wide that time. Was Goodrow. And the Tampa Bay Lightning have won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, the Lightning are champions, and our friend Dave Sanford from NHL Images was taking pictures of the final last night in the bubble. He's been in there for 69 days. He uh, He's on the phone with us right now, still up, still going, and this is amazing. How many of these NHL Stanley Cup final games have you photographed? Do you even keep track at this point, Dave? Yeah, for sure. This was my 23rd Stanley Cup final. <laughs> Who other than um, you has, has been at that many finals? Because players wouldn't see that many finals. You would Gary Bettman probably has seen that many finals, but who, who other than you two? Um, <laughs> there'd be a few cameramen that I work with, like with NHL Studios. And, um, you know, on the television side, uh, and then some other photographers as well. Um, but yeah, there, I mean, there wouldn't be a lot of people that have been at the last 23 Stanley Cup championships, that's for sure. It's not lost on you how special that is. Not at all. I don't take, I've never taken a moment of it for granted. And, uh, and if I wasn't here for this, um, you know, I don't know what I would have done. I, you know, there wasn't anywhere else I'd rather be than, than here, you know. Um, this was pretty special. Like, it was a very unique event and um you know not knowing the you know the uncertainties of the future um you know i think i i savored it all that much more like had had it ended the other night like i was not ready i was just not ready for it to end you know i was like it can't end in five but it's not a deserving final and and i mean i'll show my biasness for you know one of our if i can say hometown guys um because you know with Corey Perry playing in London and and making his home there now, um, I I felt awful. Well, it would it would have been know. great for to see him win another Stanley Cup. You know, it, just just yeah. that one last feather in the cap. Yeah, for sure. So as I say, um, you know, I, I had a, a you know when you when you know people and you and you have those personal relationships, you want to see people succeed and do well and. So yeah, for sure, I was I was pulling for for him. As I'm talking to you, I was seeing it on Sportsnet, showing you know close ups of of him after the game, and and uh, you know when I looked over and I saw him, I felt awful, you know. Yeah. Um, but I still had a job to do, and the celebrations on the ice and everything, and uh, it uh, it was nice to at least you know like I say to get six games out of it um, and make it a decent final. Um, I was happy about that because like I say, it was not. You know, it just seemed like we just didn't want it to, to end. It was weird as long as we've been here and everything. It's like, you know, when when it's over, I think because of the uncertainties and not knowing the future of, you know, the game and when we're going to see hockey again, um, it was sort of clinging to what we had, you know. So the Tampa Bay Lightning, they win the game. How weird was it 
to have the celebrations on the ice with no fans. The crowd noise, are they pumping that in like you can hear fake crowd noise? Yeah. While they're hoisting the cup and everything? Um, to be honest, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it, it's You're so, like for me anyway, I'm so kind of locked into what I'm doing. It didn't feel any different to me. It wasn't until, you know, you had certain moments where, you know, you kind of look around and, and you're reminded that this is an empty arena, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, like, you know, especially when some of the guys were acknowledging their families, cause it was maybe 10, 12 family members that were in the upper bowl, yeah. um, where you'd see them acknowledge them. And that's your reminder of like, Oh, you know, oh, there's people here. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but it, it was, so, I mean, when you're focused on what you're, you know, task at hand is and everything like uh, it, it was strange because like I say, it may sound strange that it did, it didn't feel any different to me. It was sort of like once the puck dropped, um, it didn't feel any different to me. Yeah. You're reminded every now and then that there's no crowd there because as, they, as you mentioned, they are pumping in crowd noise. Um, everything felt normal to me. How, what was the um, celebration like? I, I know these guys will hang out in the dressing room after the victory. You know, the majority of the time, that's that's where the, the, the bulk of the celebration takes place. But I guess it was kind of a necessity this year. Yeah, it, it was. We were commenting how, because the, the Tampa locker room was just down the hall from our office, and um, we were commenting how late it went, you know, Um but because where else are you going to go? I mean, they they do have a room at the hotel that they were going to go back to, but it was one of those things where, yeah, why, what's the rush in leaving? You know, like you're here in, in the bubble, like they started in Toronto, obviously, but came here and, you know, it, it, it was a little bit different. I think it was a little more, um, they celebrated differently than they would have there been a, you know, a ton of family members here. And it gave the guys, I think, it was an extra bonding experience, and um, they really seemed to just relish the moment, you know, and, and they were in no rush to get out of the arena tonight or anything. Do you have any um, good conversations with any of the, the players after the victory? Very brief conversations, you know, um, and, and one of them was uh, Stammer wants to win another one. <laughs> like, right, right away, it like, was so much fun. I want to do it again, you know. So that's the drive that those guys have, you know. And a guy like him, where just won one, and it's like, let's do this again. Yeah, what are we oh, doing yeah. tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but no, it was, it was very, it was a cool celebration. It was different without having the, you know, the families around. And eventually, the family members that were there did um, make their way down to the locker room, which was nice to see. Um, and uh, but as I say, the guys um, really just you know embraced the whole bubble thing and and wanted to be here and wanted to win and um, they really enjoyed their time celebrating in the room tonight, which is cool to see. Well, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup champions. Congratulations to you, Dave Sanford of NHL Images. You survived the bubble. Best of luck adjusting to the real world, buddy. Thank you. I'm, I think I'm going to need some of that luck. So uh, appreciate you having me on as always, though, Taz. Yeah, no problem, Dave. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and the Tampa Bay Lightning have won the Stanley Cup. Dave Sanford, 
with NHL images, he was taking pictures as the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup last night. Hey, Dave. How's it going, Taz? Thanks for having me on. You just got back to your hotel room after all the excitement. I did, yeah. Got wandered in at 3.30 in the morning. You have been in the bubble for how long now? Uh, this is now day 69 in the bubble. <laughs> 69. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you don't get to hang around. They're kicking you out tomorrow? Wheels up at 12 noon tomorrow, yep. And you got to get out of there. Yeah. Is it going to be strange rejoining society? I think it's going to be really strange. We, we've discussed that a lot. Uh, it, you know, I mean, we've literally been in a bubble. Like, the, the, it's not the real world, and the real world is out there. And from what I've seen in the news the last 24 hours, it's not looking the greatest. What are, what are some of your fondest memories of being in the bubble? In all honesty, it's, it, I think some of my fondest memories are get, getting to hang out with some of the people I've worked with for the last, basically, quarter century and and because a lot of us are going our separate ways now and we don't know when we're going to see one another again yeah um, as, as far as the hockey goes um it was really surreal in the beginning to have 12 teams under one roof and in certain circumstances where we you know multiple players from multiple teams you know uh, you know in the same area, the same space, you know, and seeing the, the shifting of all the locker rooms and guys passing one another in the halls and, you know, even things like the day before uh, Tampa had clinched, you know, guys on Tampa out in the yard talking to the guys on Dallas while they're eating lunch and, you know, just you, you catch these glimpses of things that are just not, you'd never see in a normal hockey situation, you know. Um, so those things will definitely you know, stick with me for sure. Did it ever get tense? Was there ever, uh, was there ever beef between any players or teams? Um, I, I think certain guys from what I heard, maybe, you know, kind of just avoided one another. Um, or, you know, I never saw anything myself. I saw, you know, a couple of moments yeah. that were, well, even with your own teammates, if you're locked up with each other for that long, you think, I mean, I couldn't do it with my own family. You think that there'd be uh, some tension at times. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm sure there was. Uh, but, you know, if there was, I didn't see it myself. Um, but, yeah, like you say, like any anybody, when you're kind of all living under one roof and you're in such close quarters, um, you know, and I, I went through it myself, just days where you just you just want your own space. You know, you just... You just need to be alone to have your own downtime and get away from people um, as best you could because, you know, everybody had their days. Everybody had their moments in here. Um, it, it wasn't an easy 69 days by any stretch of the means. I mean, I just shot 81 hockey games in less than two months. <laughs> and Do you get paid by was... the game? I hope so, Dave. <laughs> um, and and there, we're just we were talking about that this evening. I think there was only about a half a dozen of us like that worked for the league that were actually uh, had to work all 81. Like there was no relief for, for yeah. us. And, um, and when you add up the overtime, we did an extra five and a half games um, of, you know, when you count the overtime period. So it's, it's pretty crazy to think about, um, <laughs> you know, like it's, I, I mean, and it's at the same time, it's so nice to, 
to accomplish it, you know, to finish what we set out to start and, and do it in a safe manner. Like that's, I, I don't know if there was anybody that thought we would get through it without having a positive test, you know, right. and that's pretty amazing. Pretty, yeah, it is. Um, but kudos, kudos to the NHL and the NHLPA and all the people that, you know, it took to put this on. I mean, that's the thing. It took so many people, um, and a lot of, you know, long, long hours put in that were behind the scenes that a lot of people didn't get to see, you know? So, um, I'm extremely proud of the, the people that I work with and, and around. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was very surreal. You know, that, that's the best way I can describe the whole thing. Um, you know, so many surreal moments and, and tonight being another one of those where, um, you know, Stanley Cup being hoisted in front of a basically empty arena, you know, like Dave Sanford is with NHL images. He's been in the bubble the entire time, the entire playoff run. Uh, how much better did your ping pong game get over the past 69 days? Uh, I, I think it might have got worse. I put too much pressure on myself. <laughs> <laughs> started out started out with victories, and then it went downhill. <laughs> Thanks again to Dave Sanford from NHL Images for uh, joining us so early this morning, or late for him. He seemed a little confused. He said he's getting kicked out of the NHL, uh, NHL bubble tomorrow at noon, but I think that means today at noon. He has yeah. to go to sleep for a couple hours. Then he wakes up and the free ride's over. Mm, bubbles burst. <laughs> yeah, they do. Nick is on the phone. You wanted to make a comment about the big victory for Tampa Bay last night? I just wanted to kind of pitch in on that NHL playoff because that was some playoff as a fan to watch that. That was that was pretty amazing to watch. And, and Dave Sanford, congratulations to him for being in that bubble to, to get all those amazing photographs. Um, I remember as a kid watching Corey Perry phenomenal to watch as a fan Sagan Perry Pavelski all those guys did such a great job and as much as I am a Tampa Bay fan both of those teams performed or outperformed uh during this playoff and that was absolutely amazing to watch as a fan do you think the best team won um I you know I'm biased I love Tampa Bay I've always been a fan because of Stamkos they didn't have him because of the injury this year but honestly if I want to be honest it's just both of those teams absolutely dominated that and the energy in that playoff was phenomenal it was crazy to watch i was on the edge of my seat listening and watching to it well stammer wants to win another one you heard what dave said see i'd like him to stay with the lightning but there's rumors he's going to be traded because of the injury because a lot of people are saying he's just going to keep getting injured i hope not i hope he stays yeah but there is rumors of him being traded but even as much as i love steven samkos that's the reason i'm a fan of the lightning uh you know they still got that braden point line there's kucherov point all those guys that are dominating the ice right now, all those young guys. So it's, and Hedman as well. He run, he won the Conn Smythe trophy for the night for the playoffs. So even without Stamkos, I think that team could go far for sure. And I hope Stamkos ends up somewhere though, where he can still play a good game and maybe he can compete for another final for sure. Thanks, Nick. Two nothing victory last night for the Stanley cup. The uh, Tampa Bay lightning are bringing that thing back to Florida to get covered in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you just know it's gonna. These pictures are crazy. I'm scared, and I'm looking at this guy through a computer screen, Jim. I can't imagine what it would be like to be in his kindergarten class. <laughs> there is a, um, a guy over in France. His name's Sylvain, and he recently lost his job as a kindergarten teacher. He's 35 years old. He thinks it's unfair that he's been fired. 
The reason they fired him is because he's covered from head to toe in tattoos and his eyes have been surgically blackened to look like demon eyes. Mm-hmm. There is no white. You can't see anything in his eye. It looks like a shark's eye. Like yes. a doll's eye. It looks like a demon eye, of course. Like a it's- black, <laughs> empty doll's eye. Bye. Yeah. It, <laughs> he, it, it, and when you say head to toe, it's literally like he has a shaved head and he's got, you know, scales on his face. Jacked. He's muscular. Maybe. <laughs> I think those are pictures. Those abs are tattooed on, Taz, for are sure. They? He's flexing in the pictures, screaming with these black eyes. He spent more than 460 hours getting tattoos. Says he got most of them when he was 27 years old because he was going through an existential crisis. Okay. Um, and he was a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> he got fired because there was many complaints from parents, uh, kids in the preschool having nightmares because of the teacher's appearance. Uh, he is still teaching. How? At the school, but he just teaches older kids now. Okay. Imagine that guy rolling in as your supply teacher. <laughs> you hear that you can have a supply teacher like, oh, this guy... Isn't gonna see isn't gonna see what's coming to him and then he steps in the door. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir, we'll do our algorithms. <laughs> yeah, he says, quote, all of my students and their parents were always cool with me. It was very unfair to lose the kindergarten gig. Dude, this is you know, I'm all for people expressing themselves with tattoos, but at what point are are you not trying to be as scary and counterculture as possible and then uh-huh. getting mad at the culture for not accepting you like the eyeball thing especially yeah is terrifying these kids are expected to look you in the eye when they put their hand up to answer a question yeah <laughs> but it's like they're looking through the gates of hell <laughs> and the reason well what like well, evolutionary like if we don't see the whites of of a creature's eyes we don't trust it because we can't see where it's looking so it's like instinctual it's not like you're being biased yeah it's in our blood to not trust something with black eyes well they say uh dress for the job you want <laughs> not the job you have <laughs> I, I, what job? What job is that? <laughs> I don't know. Sword <laughs> swallower at at the circus. That's all. You know, I've seen people and like you know people who have face tattoos get mad that they didn't get hired at the coffee shop. Have you seen that before, Taz? People on Facebook if they have a few sure. face tattoos. Yeah. And that I feel kind of bad about. But again, when you make a bold choice like that, you have made a choice for your future and people's perception of you. Right. If this guy showed up wearing a Speedo to teach kindergarten, I'm sure there'd be complaints about that as well. You know, your appearance has something to do with your ability to teach these young kids. Mm -hmm. And if you look like a hell spawn, (laughs) (laughs) the kids, they're like five years old. Yeah. No, they get scared at like clowns at the fair. You know, uh, it took me 14 years to get over my nightmares about Michael Jackson's thriller video. <laughs> I saw it twice on yeah. much music in the 80s. Yeah. I dreamt about it every night <laughs> for 14 years. This guy was your your kindergarten teacher. It's crazy. We're not over over hyping it either. No. You, I was I was scared of some of my uncles cuz they were tall. 
<laughs> when I was five, you know? You really got to see this guy to believe it. And leave your comments on the uh, Taz and Jim social media pages. We've got the pictures of this uh, kindergarten teacher, former kindergarten teacher, Sylvain, over in France with the nightmare eyes. Jim, we were talking about that uh, kindergarten, former kindergarten teacher in France. He got moved out of the classroom because uh, of the way he looks. His face, his entire body covered in tattoos. He's bald. His whole head is tattooed. Kind of reminds me of the guy. um, Remember there was that guy and he was in a bunch of movies from Montreal and he had like the skull tattooed on his face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He passed away a couple of years ago, but did he have a snake tongue too, where it's like a forked tongue? I, you cut I've it down the middle. That. I don't know if he had the snake tongue, but this this kindergarten teacher in France, completely tattooed, and he had a procedure done to make his eyes black, like a shark's eyes or or like Satan's eyes. <laughs> There's no white. His eyes are completely black. Yeah, it's terrifying. Some of the parents complained about the nightmares that their kids were having about their kindergarten teacher. So he got moved. He didn't even get fired. He got moved to teach older kids. <laughs> and uh, and we're wondering what you guys think about that. We're getting some comments here on the Facebook page. Dan Scott says, Hey, guys, I've got tattoos. I'm also a tax accountant. All my ink can be covered with a dress shirt. No matter how much they're accepted in society, there's just some professions. Exposed tattoos will never be appropriate. Mandy says, he looked great before he started tattooing his face. Sorry, Mm. but he should have known it would have been a problem. Don't blame the school board at all. That's ridiculous. I'm a tattoo fan. My brother owns his own shop. I have quite a few tattoos. Most are not visible. I work at a daycare and after school program, and I've been a personal support worker. If my eyes were black and my face was tattooed, I would understand not being able to work in any of my fields. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's just like, I, you know, the guy loves tattoos. I love denim, but if I was covered head to toe in denim <laughs> for a job interview, people probably think you're a little odd. Right. Jim shows up wearing his, uh, his Mitchell Ontario tuxedo, <laughs> denim head to toe, plus he's got a denim gimp mask on. Yeah, which I love and bust out only on special occasions. <laughs> But have and proudly own. You might give the other candidates a little leg up on you. Yeah. Uh, We've got a call here, uh, a guy arguing the flip side. Go ahead. Morning, Jazz. Hey, um, the comments you had earlier uh, before Cash Vault about the uh, French uh, teacher. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I was mulling that around in my head, and I was thinking that, technically speaking, isn't it about the person's actions that far outweigh their looks because theoretically if this guy was like a gentle giant it would be a perfect way to teach a lot of individuals parents and children that not to judge a book by the cover and then you look at somebody who looks innocent who plays a specific role sure like a catholic priest that then molests a bunch of people, oh boy. that then completely taints the way somebody interprets a position of authority or power, and you do that for any of those positions, and that's completely worse than how the person looks. Have you seen a so, picture of this guy? 
I have not. <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> you look at, you look at all sorts of different situations. You look at people that are paraplegic uh-huh. and people immediately go, "I don't know how to deal with." This I know, person. I get it, I get it. But if you want to be a kindergarten teacher and your goal is to be in a room with kids and you do that to your physical appearance. I think at some point you've got to realize that you've got some challenges ahead of you. Yeah, but it sounds exactly like out of a video game or something, how you were describing the situation. And you look at that and you say, well, Star Wars, the future, allegedly, uh, and how obscured each individual becomes. Yeah, you're right. Star Wars is a good example because he does have a bit of a Darth Maul vibe going to him. Sure, yeah. (laughs) But Darth Maul could have been a really nice guy. <laughs> you know, he stabbed Qui Gon Jinn through the abdomen. <laughs> yeah, in a different in a different reality, maybe he was uh, Darth Maul was a great kindergarten teacher. Yep. <laughs> if only he was teaching those young Padawans that Anakin slaughtered, <laughs> maybe things would have been different. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate uh, you thinking about that. I get it. I I know, but you got to go take a look at this guy and just imagine uh, parent-teacher night with him, okay? Sure, yeah. It's on the Taz and Jim uh, Facebook page. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. Fake news you choose is the name of the game. Tristan is our contestant. Hey, Tristan. Hey. So we're going to give you headlines. You tell us whether or not they're real news stories or complete nonsense that Jim and I have made up, okay? Yeah, sounds good. There's five. You're looking to get three out of five for the win. First headline, fake news you choose. A woman leads cops on a high-speed chase because she had to poop and it was her birthday. Is that a real news story or is it fake? It's got to be real. (laughs) It's got to be. We've all been there. You I get are the fake news. I get the had to poop excuse, but your birthday. I don't think you just get a free day to speed. Twenty-eight-year-old Emily Owings of Oklahoma was pulled over last week for not wearing her seatbelt. The only form of ID she had was her medical marijuana card. When cops <laughs> ran her name, they found out she had a suspended license. Mm. She asked uh, to be let go for two reasons. She started by saying, "Come on, it's my birthday." And when that didn't work, she said, I was only driving because I have to go poop so bad. Uh, Cops did not buy it, and she was charged. (laughs) Driving with a suspended license. Next headline, fake news you choose, Tristan. Florida man arrested for having intercourse with Pennywise the Clown Halloween decoration on neighbor's front lawn. Oh, my God. uh, It's true. It is not true, no. Really? (laughs) Pennywise so sexy. (laughs) Damn, Pennywise. (laughs) You got those penny thighs. (laughs) Yeah, I I figured if we did a specific character that you'd believe it, though. That's why I put Pennywise the Clown in there. (laughs) (laughs) So random. Next headline, fake news you choose. A guy showing off his gun at the grocery store accidentally shoots himself in the junk. It is real. Failing pile of garbage. Talk about a cleanup on aisle two, right? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, he uh, he was in the checkout line, actually, pulled out his gun to show his friend, put it back in his pants, and at the same time, oh my God. gun went off. I never understood that whole keeping your, your gun in your waistband thing. Especially not with a safety on. Come yeah, on. yeah, it sounds yeah. like a recipe for disaster. <laughs> Denver police search for a man wearing a six-foot personal electric fence to enforce physical distancing. Fake news you choose. Uh, it's true. <laughs> Failing pile of garbage. Oh mm. so believe- all these are so believable this morning. I know. It is. Yeah, no, well, we made I that one up. People wear some stupid pro- protective gear about this, like, COVID thing. So, I mean, yeah, like the guy with the, with the pool noodles on his hat. Yeah, <laughs> Have you yeah. seen that guy? Exactly. <laughs> um, is this the last one? <laughs> Have you gotten the... Uh, yeah, this is it. Okay, so you only got one right, but I'll make you a deal. If you get this one right, we'll still give you the prize, okay? Okay. Fake news you choose, Tristan. A hit-and-run driver doesn't realize that she hit her own father-in-law. Fake news you choose. Uh, True. Yes! You are fake this news. is an amazing story, actually. Ah. <laughs> Back in February over in the United Kingdom, uh, she was uh, driving this, this young woman. She accidentally hit somebody in the crosswalk and then decided to speed away from the scene. But uh, the person she hit was her 61-year-old father-in-law, so he kind of recognized her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he was injured pretty bad. Uh, she tried to cover it up. She made up alibis and excuses, saying that she had an asthma attack, temporary amnesia. But it was her father-in-law, oh so he knew it was her. <laughs> she was in court last week, um, and she's going to prison for 18 months, even though the father-in-law oh. did testify on her behalf in court, oh, asking wow. for some lenience from the judge. Oh, no. Well, That's going to be an awkward. Uh, well, they don't have Thanksgiving you. over in England, but yeah. <laughs> it's going to be an That'll awkward learn you. family That'll gathering. Learn you. Yeah, <laughs> Dancing with the Stars was on last night, Jim. You know that we're both huge fans of that show, and we just love chewing the fat about it every <laughs> Tuesday morning around the water cooler, right? When Carol Baskin's involved, I'm in. Tiger King. Carol Baskin, Tiger Queen, I guess. She's now the queen of tigers. Joe Exotic's in jail. Uh, she uh, did get eliminated last night. Oh, no. From Dancing with the Stars, and the judges tore her a new one, too. If you were dance with a Brooklyn Bridge, you could get more bounce. You just walk through it. You know, Samba needs life, bounce, and energy. You can't just sleep, walk through a Samba. I'm sorry, my love. Carrie Ann Inaba. Five. Derek Huff. Four. Bruno Tonyo. Oh dear, gets ready. Free. <laughs> but I have to say, Anne and Kia. Carol is going to be going home. How are you feeling right now, Carol? My husband is going to be so happy I'm coming home. <laughs> yes, okay. Uh, which one? The one under the septic <laughs> tank or the one in the living room? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure your husband's really excited for you to get home, Carol. Yeah, he was like, oh my God, I had three weeks without the Tiger Queen. This is amazing. <laughs> At least I know I'm going to live the next three weeks. <laughs> Please give me another week <laughs> without my wife here. Please, Tiger Gods. I don't want to die. <laughs> so I guess it's back to uh, 
Back to filming cameo videos in her spare time for Carol Baskin. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol Baskin and Howard Baskin at Big Cat Rescue. And we are here with the Cripmates to wish Charlotte a happy birthday. Go, Go Charlotte. Charlotte. It's, it's your birthday. birthday. We're, We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sit Bacardi like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fudge that it's your birthday. I, I find it very hard to believe that a woman who can sing like that couldn't dance very well. <laughs> that video makes me more upset than the fact that she killed her husband. Possibly. But it's just, Allegedly. It makes my stomach turn more than, yeah. than, than thinking about murder. Yeah, those cameo videos are quite something, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Taz, wait a sec. Taz, you actually got a request, a cameo request this morning. I think this is the first cameo request. This is from Marg. I'm not even on Cameo. <laughs> well, she says, Taz, do you do Cameos? My husband's a f- huge fan. His birthday's tomorrow. Would you do an electronic recording, and how much do you charge? Thanks. Well, geez, what are you willing to pay, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> what are the going rates? Like, I think Carol does hers for 100 She's No, there. she's like four or 500 isn't is she? Is it really? Okay. Yeah, it depends on how famous the person is, because there's some people on there who are not very famous at all. It's it's what are people willing to pay? I think I'd be on the lower side of the rate card if I was on Cameo, <laughs> like a, a $15 yeah. <laughs> or $25 sort of deal. Um, but Marg, because you're the first person ever to ask, and I'm so flattered, I will do a Cameo video for you for free. Whoa! How does that sound? And if there's anyone else that wants us to do it, uh, Jim and I, we'd be more than happy to do a cameo video for your your celebrations. First taste is always free. We'll do it. it. We'll do it free this time. But maybe we could set something up and donate the money to charity. Yeah, I would gladly. Yeah, if it's easy for us to help some great charities raise some money, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Every once in a while, some. uh, uh, I don't know the word I should use. A weird. No, I'll say. an odd listener will call me on like Facebook FaceTime or Instagram Live and I'll answer every once in a while for free. Yeah, have you ever got one of those? <laughs> and you'll just start talking to them? Yes. <laughs> you've Probably been doing four or five times. Somebody will just call me. Oh my God, I can't believe you answered. And they'll call me you've on Facebook. You've been doing random, random like, uh, yeah, direct message video calls with people. I haven't requested them, but sometimes it'll be, you know, 11 at night and I'll be with my buddies and somebody will call. I think those are booty calls, bud. They've all been dudes. It's 2020. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Not interested, but thank you. I'm flattered. Okay. Uh, <laughs> make sure I remind me after the show to contact Marg, find out what she wants me to include in that video. Okay. Hey, Marg's husband, it's your birthday. <laughs> We're going to party like it's your birthday. Today is National Coffee Day, and we were talking about how we enjoy our coffee earlier this morning. This is insane. Joe, one of our listeners, is a trucker, says, Hey, guys, on the coffee. In the morning, I drink 1.5 liters in a Bubba. I have an extra large in the afternoon, and I have a large in the evening. Wow. What? Okay, so those Bubba things, those are those, like, beer coolers that you put, like, a pint of beer like in, right? Like, when you go to do an all-inclusive resort, you bring one of those giant <laughs> mugs with you, right? When you're a seasoned vet. Yeah. Yeah, with a gut. A morning 1.5-liter Bubba of coffee, an extra-large afternoon and a large in the evening. I can't compete with that. No. 
That's a lot of coffee, man. Man, that is that is crazy. Like, I wonder if you drink a large at night, does caffeine even work for you anymore? Like, if before you go to bed, you slam a large. He's got to be immune at this point, you'd think. Mm-hmm. I wonder what color his teeth are. That's a lot. That's a <laughs> lot of dark liquid to be marinating your teeth in. You can't see them. It's just covered in grinds. <laughs> just black. Got another message here. It says. Jim, I'm calling BS on Taz saying he can't handle caffeine. You buy his coffee. Why don't you start replacing his decaf with caffeinated and see if he even notices? Mm. And then you get arrested on the street naked hump in a mailbox. (laughs) What did I do? I only get this way when I drink caffeine, (laughs) but I've been drinking decaf. Jim swore he gave me decaf. Jim? (laughs) Yeah. Or my Oops. heart explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Just random heart explodes. Whoops. <laughs> Jim sneaks into the studio, Aye. grabs the coffee, and goes and dumps yeah. it down the sink. Just takes a Sharpie, right, uh, crosses off Taz out of the Taz and Jim show sign. Yikes. <laughs> my plan worked perfectly. <laughs> coffee heart attack. Welcome to the Jim show. <laughs> Do you think you, you think you would notice if I spiked your, your decaf? With some caffeine, would you be able to tell like right away? Not I, by taste, I think just by I, feel. I think I might. Depends. It depends on the day I'm having. Mm. Like if I if I'm the more tired I am, the worse. I know it's supposed to do the opposite. The worse coffee uh, with caffeine makes me feel jittery. Yeah, it, probably because it is working and it gives you that that jolt, right? But it can make you super anxious too. Yeah, if I'm on vacation, I can drink coffee with caffeine in the morning because I have uh-huh. nothing really to focus on. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm trying to accomplish anything, I I can't have caffeine. Maybe I'll do it on a Friday morning, and the people will learn what you really what you really feel during phone it in Friday. <laughs> okay, and maybe I'll slip some roofanol in your drink one morning. <laughs> How does that sound, Jim? I'd probably be the same. Just dopey. <laughs> uh, can you get dopier? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I think I think it might be an HR violation. I need to give you permission. Okay, I will give you permission one day in the next week. So you have until next Tuesday. Oh, but you don't know. No, you can't tell me. This has okay, to be a blind okay. test because otherwise mm. I could psych myself out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have placebo. permission to buy me a coffee with caffeine and see if I... I can tell the difference between now and next Tuesday. Okay. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) Hey everybody. Welcome to the Taz and Jim program. (laughs) (laughs) Get colder. I feel great. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or... Subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.